spiritual nugget in the midst of trying times. Our passage this morning comes from the book of Luke, chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. And it says this, Now as they were on their way, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. On Sunday nights, our Family Discipleship Bible Study has been going through the book of Philippians. And one of the things that has come up the last couple of weeks is our propensity to make good things ultimate things. That sometimes what keeps us from experiencing all that God has for us is not bad things or obvious sins, but are the good things on which we have placed too much importance. It's in this mindset that I came across this passage I just read. As I mentioned last week, I'm reading through the Gospels, so that means that you're probably going to be getting Jordan's ramblings from the Gospel of Luke for the next couple of weeks. But here in chapter 10, we have Luke's first mention of Mary and Martha, sisters to Lazarus and good friends of Jesus. First of all, wouldn't it be something to be recorded in Scripture as some of Jesus' closest friends on earth? That said, praise God that we are called friends of God once we trust in Him as our Savior. John 15, 15 says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. But I digress. Here, we see Martha hard at work doing something very important, making dinner. Now, we don't need to get into a theology of food, but let's be clear. Cooking food is a very good and very important thing. Hospitality is one of the spiritual gifts listed in Scripture. And I know some of you, Martha's out there, still feel the bitterness start to sink in. When you read about this work being done, Martha worrying about all the details, making sure everything is just so, and your lazy sister not being around to help. The one that gets me is the parable of the workers in the vineyard from Matthew 20, in which the master goes out into the marketplace to hire workers at various points in the day, and at closing time he pays the ones who started an hour ago the same as those who worked all day. So I feel you. You can feel her temperature rise and rise over the course of the day until she can't take it anymore, and she raises her concern to Jesus. Lord, don't you care? Don't you see what's going on here? I'm doing all the work. And Mary's just sitting down, not helping. Tell her to come help me. Now, I can't imagine how she must have been feeling when Jesus says these next two words. Martha, Martha. It's not angry. It's not judgmental. It's genuine compassion and concern. Martha is engaged in many good and important things. But at the end of the day, the Savior of the world, the God of the universe, is holding a Bible study in your living room. Put down the towel. And he lovingly and gently corrects her. Mary has chosen what is best. She is assuming the position of a disciple in that day, sitting at the feet of her master and learning, which was not a very common thing that a woman would be accepted in that role. But we see Jesus being accepting and encouraging of this, and he is not going to take it away from her. Back to Philippians. Philippians 4, 4 through 9 says this, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. 
Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, is there anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. In other words, let the main thing be the main thing. Train your heart to rejoice in the Lord first and foremost. Lay all of your anxieties at the feet of God. Focus your attention on the things of God, the things that matter most, and live out the life that God has called us to live. And you will have what Martha was lacking that day, peace. In our current climate of conflicting accounts, of fear, of anxiety, of frustration, of boredom, of dealing with our current realities, don't get lost in the details. Don't let doing all the good things keep you from focusing on the main thing, spending time in the presence of Jesus. When we get that right, we are able not to ignore our other concerns, but to handle them with wisdom and perspective, to tackle them in their proper order. So church family, spend some time with Jesus today. Open up the Gospel of Luke and read about the life of our Savior. Take five or ten minutes to get alone with him in prayer and let him know what's on your heart. Give yourself to what is necessary, to what is best, because it can't be taken away from you. Thank you for joining us for another Let's Talk. Join us here Monday through Friday for more devotions from the BFC Pastoral Staff and Sundays at 9 a.m. for our online services on Facebook Live and YouTube Live. Please visit our website, www.bfcsebring.com, for more resources. And follow us on Facebook at BFC Family for service updates and other helpful articles. Church family, you are loved. Have a blessed Thursday.